If you're enjoying this Med Prep to Go Step 1 podcast, you can now get the content along with the content of the Crush Step 1 podcast ad-free in one bundle. Just go to medpreptogo.com and find our new subscription podcast called Med Prep to Go Step 1 Bundle. This is Dr. Ted O'Connell with the Med Prep to Go podcast. Today, we'll be reviewing three pharmacology questions. A reminder that you can find these questions and many more at our website, medpreptogo.com. If you have feedback or would like to get involved in this project, please contact me through our website or email me directly at ted.medpreptogo at gmail.com. If you like what we're doing here, Please let your friends know about this podcast and website, and you can also uh, subscribe and give us a review. If you want to learn any more about me, you can find information at tedxoconnell.com. All right, let's get started with the first question. A 24-year-old woman presents to the physician for follow-up of long-standing psoriasis, which has been unresponsive to topical corticosteroids. Vital signs are blood pressure, 127 over 78, heart rate, 62 beats per minute, and respirations, 18 per minute. Physical examination reveals erythematous, sharply defined papules and plaques with silvery scale on the knees and elbows. Methotrexate is prescribed. Which of the following supplements should be prescribed with methotrexate? A. Folate. B. Iron. C, niacin, D, riboflavin, or E, thiamine? The correct answer is A, folate. Patients with chronic plaque psoriasis develop erythematous, sharply demarcated plaques with silvery scale, typically located on the extensor surfaces. Histopathology shows an inflammatory infiltrate with epidermal acanthosis, hyperkeratosis, as well as expansion of REIT ridges. Patients may also experience arthritis. Mild psoriasis is managed with topical corticosteroids and vitamin D. Severe disease typically requires ultraviolet phototherapy and methotrexate. Methotrexate inhibits dihydrofolate reductase, causing a decrease in pyrimidine synthesis and thus causes immunosuppression. Adverse effects of methotrexate use include bone marrow suppression, renal impairment, oral mucositis, pulmonary pneumonitis and fibrosis, and folate deficiency. Patients treated with methotrexate should be supplemented with folate. The key learning point here, patients treated with methotrexate should receive folate supplementation. Question two, an eight-year-old boy comes into the office with his mother due to her concern that he has not been paying attention in class or at home for the past two months. She states that he will often stare into space for a few seconds, even while being spoken to. Vital signs are normal, and the physical examination is unremarkable. An electroencephalogram, or EEG, shows a 3 hertz spike and wave pattern. Ethosuximide is prescribed. Which of the following is the mechanism of action of this medication? A. 
inhibition of calcium channels in the subthalamic nucleus, B, inhibition of GABA reuptake, C, inhibition of thalamic T-type calcium channels, D, inhibition of voltage-gated potassium channels, or E, inhibition of voltage-gated sodium channels? The correct answer is C, inhibition of thalamic T-type calcium channels. Absence seizures are episodes of unconsciousness in which the patient appears to stare into space for a few seconds. Typically, a child will appear to not be paying attention in school or at home. There is no post-ictal state. EEG shows 3 hertz spike and wave complexes. Ethosuximide prevents the 3 hertz spike and wave pattern by inhibiting T-type calcium channels in the thalamus. This reduces thalamic neuron burst firing, which prevents seizures from occurring. The key learning point, absence seizures are treated with ethosuximide. Ethosuximide inhibits T-type calcium channels in the thalamus. Question 3. A 33-year-old man presents to the physician for a follow-up visit. Past medical history includes gastroesophageal reflux, peptic ulcer disease, and renal calculi. He says he has been doing well apart from some back pain and joint pain. Physical examination is notable for mild midline vertebral tenderness, but no joint swelling, redness, or significant pain is appreciated. Laboratory studies reveal an elevated serum calcium level. Further evaluation reveals primary hyperparathyroidism. He is referred for parathyroidectomy, but declined surgery and is subsequently started on sinicalcet. Which of the following is a mechanism of action of sinicalcet? A. Inhibits calcitriol production. B. Inhibits osteoclast activation. C. Inhibits osteoclast function. D. Promotes calcium loss in the urine. Or E. Sensitizes calcium-sensing receptors. The correct answer is E. Sensitizes calcium-sensing receptors. This patient's clinical features and past medical history are concerning for hyperparathyroidism, which is confirmed in the vignette. The elevated parathyroid hormone, or PTH, levels cause hypercalcemia via multiple pathways. Sinicalcet sensitizes calcium-sensing receptors in the parathyroid gland and reduces PTH secretion. Answer choice A, inhibits calcitriol production, is incorrect. Steroids inhibit the production of calcitriol, which is found in activated macrophages, the active form of vitamin D that allows calcium absorption in the gastrointestinal tract. Answer choice B, inhibits osteoclast activation, is incorrect. Osteoclast activation is inhibited by denosumab, which binds to and inhibits Rankle, a type 2 transmembrane protein. Answer choice C, inhibits osteoclast function, is incorrect.
bisphosphonates are pyrophosphate analogs that are uptaken by already activated osteoclasts. Bisphosphonates disrupt proper degradation of osseous tissue by osteoclasts. Answer choice D, promotes calcium loss in the urine, is incorrect. Loop diuretics inhibit the sodium-potassium chloride co-transporter, or NKCC, in the thick ascending limb of the loop of Henle. This ultimately reduces the net positive charge in the tubular lumen, preventing calcium ions from being reabsorbed. The key learning point here? Sinicalcet sensitizes calcium-sensing receptors on parathyroid gland cells. This prevents excessive parathyroid hormone secretion by the parathyroid glands. This helps reduce the hypercalcemia seen in hyperparathyroidism. Okay, so that's it for this episode, but don't forget to check out our other episodes and all of the questions that we have posted at medpreptogo.com. If you like the content here, don't forget to check out Crush Step 1 in book form, as well as the Crush Step 1 podcast.